Welcome to the Russ Podcast. And of course, that's my girl right there, Tanisha Nicole. And she works with me on the radio and stuff like that. And, you know, listen, a lot of people don't listen to our show because we don't have anything uh, compelling to talk about. Oh. But I do want to talk about the latest stuff that has gone down. And, um, of course, you guys heard about Raphael uh, Warnock, Warnock mm-hmm. uh, beating Herschel Walker. I think Herschel knew he was going to lose days before. Because remember he kind of disappeared oh, yeah, on the road? Did. And and Donald Trump just kind of left him at the altar. But I'm wondering if it disappeared because people were like, uh, wait a minute, time out. Just not speak. Let's right. not fumble the ball, right? Right. It's it's kind of sad because he was used. He was used. And, you know, that, that kind of thing has been happening forever with, with black folk. Mm-hmm. You know, we get used. And he was set up as, like, he's the golden boy. He's the guy that... Uh, that uh, he's he's one of the good ones, mm. you know, because we always have that good one. Yeah. And he's parlayed that into money. And to me, he was selfish because yeah. he knew he wasn't capable to articulate one sound thought. But it all depends. If he truly has that much confidence in himself, he may have really believed he had a chance. And if people are gassing you up, Trump calling him, according to his son, Christian, he says Trump kept calling him and calling him, demanding him to run. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Herschel was like, oh, I can do this. I, you know. Yeah. Um, it's it's kind of sad because his son went off on him. Yeah, he did. Uh, did you hear? Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Where he was basically um, talking about this is the reason why you don't run for office, because all that stuff's going to come out. He listed some things that I didn't know. He was talking about he threatened his attorney, you know, it was a lady. His therapist and all of that. It's just all types of stuff. I And again, talking about him um, putting a knife to his mother's throat, mm, mm, you know, mm, all mm. the things that he was subjected to. And Christian even went on to say how people were telling, saying that he was a liar. You know, Christian was a liar. Yeah. But he was like, you know, they live that nightmare. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's like. When you have that much baggage, but you still get 1.7 million votes. Mm. What does that say about, about people? You, you are guys, you didn't, it didn't matter. You just wanted to have power. You want to have somebody that you can prop up and not even care about. The dude lives in Texas. But again, this is about the party and not the people. Mm. See, so Republicans, I don't understand how you can stand beside, or behind someone who has domestic violence, mm-hmm. right? Who you can tell is he's incoherent. Like he does not get it. And you're really championing for him this whole thing about abortions. You're claiming you're pro life, yet right. you have a candidate who had many abortions, had women get them. Same you know? with Trump. If, if, if people, there are a lot of people I know that know him that he's paid for a few himself. I'm sure. But the, the hypocrisy. And, you know, what was making me sick, you know, just watching all the uh, now the Republicans. Now, we all need to come together and do bipartisan. Yeah. When you lose, you want bipartisanship. Yeah. Um, but when you win, it's like, uh, no, that's out the window. We're, we're going to dominate and control all this crap right here. I'm just happy because of Joe Manchin. I feel like at yeah. this point, Georgia understood the assignment. Mm-hmm. They understood because I think that's where we have fallen short when it comes to politics. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we focused on the primaries, right? Right, right? We focus on that presidential 
election. Mm-hmm. But now we're understanding all the layers and components. That's why I'm big on us and having government classes. Because right. if you notice, a lot of different schools, depending on where you are, they don't offer that as far as a class for young kids to start to learn the political system. We got to educate our youth yeah. so they can understand it. Because if you guys, if we sat Herschel Walker down and asked him, you know, where certain things are on the map, he's not going to know. If we, he's not going to know how government works. If we ask Herschel what a pronoun is, he said right. he doesn't know what that is. And if I am in the University of Georgia where he says he graduated at the top of his class, I would have been tripping. Oh, Lord, this is going to hurt us. <laughs> That's, this will hurt this institution. Man. You know, but I, yeah, listen, at the end of the day, the right guy won. They said that, you know, Raphael Warnock, when he went up there, the last time he won, it was, you know, a runoff. He went up there and went to work. He worked with people across the aisle to get mm-hmm. things done. He was the legitimate dude. But he sounds like Barack Obama when he gives a speech. Yes, he does. He sounds just like him. It's crazy to me. I was like, but what? but that's that thing. It's about the celebrity, yeah. right? This is what we need to steer away from. Mm-hmm. Stop thinking just because somebody was a great football player, right? Somebody was a so-called good businessman who really wasn't good businessman. Right. If you do your research, and you see what's coming out now, where they got all his his taxes. That dude avoided like one point two billion dollars in taxes. Listen, listen, meanwhile, you got black folk that did the PP, did all that. Right. And they I know they're going to get prosecuted or they'll find some, you know, consequences. But here this dude is, Mm -hmm. you know, it's it's just the double standard and the entitlement of so many people. They don't think, you know, because I was talking to this lady and she's new to our country. She says, we wonder, how does he get away with never being touched? Okay, so this is what we have to understand. While you're talking about the families who are struggling to feed their families, mm-hmm. who may go in and shoplift food and do those type of things, right? Mm-hmm. Or the woman that may zone herself for another school system, right? right. Knowing that her for a better education. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about these corporations. Mm. Let's talk about that, the stealing the billions of dollars that they're stealing daily. And 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 where they had their PPP loans forgiven. Hello. That's crazy. Right. But, you know, it's like that's that's what it, it's the rich people are the ones that that, you know, they basically get away with murder. They do. And and, and not they're not worried about any consequences. But I have to say that I just saw all that stuff that went down with Trump and his organization where they actually found the Trump organization to be criminal on all 50. Count. I mean, not one did they like say, no, you're, you're innocent on that <laughs> 50 counts. <laughs> So I'm, I'm not a, an attorney or anything, but what does that do w- for his business, his prospects of doing business anywhere in the world? Oh, so I don't know, man. It's, it's, it, it, here's this, mm-hmm. the insurrection in itself. We keep now, let's not forget about that, mm-hmm. right? January 6th, we still got to remember what happened with that. Police officers who died and were killed. He incited that, right? right? What is going on? Like, again, privilege, Mm -hmm. being a white man in America, because let's be clear, you apparently could sexually assault women or be Mm. accused of and still sit on the Supreme Court justice and tell me what I can and cannot do with my amazing, amazing. One of the most uh, uh, wonderful sights that I saw uh, recently, uh, all those brave officers that fought on January 6th. what was amazing is that uh, a lot of them that received gold medals, yeah. you know, of yeah. honor. Yeah. And Mitch McConnell 
and McCarthy were standing up there wanting to shake these people's hands. Mm. And I saw uh, Officer Sidnick, you know, who, who, who passed. Yeah. His, his, his mom and father did not shake. As they, showed, they showed him with the, Mitch McConnell with his hand out. They just ignored him. Absolutely. Yeah. You guys voted not to investigate. So scary. Yeah. And Nancy Pelosi's husband and the yeah. way they responded to that. That was and- crazy. All right. Listen, guys, oh, um, stay right there. We'll be back in just a minute. So hang out. Welcome back to the podcast. And of course, um, you know, I got to say that we're getting so much positive stuff from people where we were talking about Kiki Palmer, where she says she's suffered from, you know, adult acne for a long time. Mm-hmm. And people were saying that she was ugly. Yeah. You know, they were saying because she wasn't wearing any makeup mm. and they were taking jabs at her. It was comments on social media. Mm. And, you know, and I love Palmer. She said, I just saw a few comments of people saying I was ugly because I ain't wearing makeup. And I really want y'all to get help. Y'all need makeup. Be- um, y'all need makeup mm-hmm. because makeup isn't real. I'm beautiful in real life and because of who I am and not what I look like. So I applaud her for that. We have so many people struggling. You know, dealing with that. And, you know, you said your your daughter kind of went through the same thing. And what, your daughter's what, 15? She's 14. 14. She just turned 14. Mm. And it's sad because you see these girls at her school. And I'm, you know, I go into the schools as well to substitute teach. Mm. And you see these sixth grade, seventh grade girls with lace front wigs, mm. um, full makeup, lashes, where those heavy lashes too. Mm. And they're contouring their face. And it's almost like they feel they have to kind of look like a Nicki Minaj. They got to look like a big lotto. Mm-hmm. They're trying to just create a whole new face. Yeah, yeah. And and I told Malia, I said, babe, who you are, I won't allow her to wear makeup. Good. I won't. And I said, wait, let your skin develop first because you're going to create problems for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I need you to be able to look at your reflection and accept yourself in your natural state. Then eventually she can start to do things to enhance her beauty. And this isn't new. This isn't new because I know people have been dealing with issues where, you know, to sit up and call somebody ugly or unattractive mm-hmm. is the most inhumane thing that you can do to any individual. And you should not judge. I always let ju- God judge. And, and to me, it is, it is way beneath you to judge somebody else. Uh, I agree. But I guess, okay, I'm be honest because I ain't no saint with that. Right. A lot of times, if I call somebody ugly, it's not necessarily because the way you look on the outside. It's your ugly ass appearance uh, in mm. terms of who you are as a person. Like, that's what pisses me off. Right. Ugly people who just do ugly things. Because you could be attractive as hell, but let you, you know, mistreat people, mm. whatever. And I don't see you as beautiful. There's a lot of people that do a lot of this stuff for social media. Mm. You know, they they want to change their getting surgeries and all this other stuff to make themselves look like who they idolize and so on and so yeah. forth. And you don't realize, you know, making these changes sometimes can be very dangerous. Oh, oh, well, let's talk about the BBLs. Yeah. Let's talk about these women that are putting themselves at risk and they're going back for all these botched surgery, the botched surgeries. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let's talk about that. Like at what cost are you willing to change yourself? So that's the sa- saddest thing about it all together is that people are willing to mutilate themselves just so they can be accepted. Mm. It, it is sad. And, you know, at this, at this point right now, we have so many people that want to be something that they're not. And that's what puts us in this predicament. 
It yeah. really does. I love Lizzo, who embraces herself. You know, yeah. she's big, and then and it seems like every other month there's somebody that makes a comment about that. Yeah, absolutely. Why? And 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 just funny looking folk. <laughs> They're making comments about this the beautiful woman. You know and what I'm don't saying? forget, people are starting to troll. They're able to hide behind a keyboard and a screen, and they can say whatever they want. But what I told my daughter, mm-hmm. this we had this talk yesterday, Russ. Mm-hmm. She came home yesterday, and we had this conversation. She was on the brink of tears. I have mm-hmm. her in a mentorship program with 100 black women. Nice. And they talk about self-esteem and all that. Mm-hmm. And we had this conversation, and I said, the funny thing is, a lot of these people that are saying those things... Mm-hmm. truly are some of the most insecure people. Exactly. They want to put the light on you. Right. And that's un- that's unfortunate because it's, what is that called, projection? Yeah. So you know what? One of the things they were doing, just parents out there, grandparents, aunts mm-hmm. and uncles, just be aware. Mm-hmm. Ma- um, mask fishing. This is what my daughter, remember I told she was bullied last right. year. Mm-hmm. What they were doing is kids would have their masks on mm-hmm. and then they would put pressure and dare you to take your mask down so they could see what you look like underneath it. And then they would call you a mask fish, how you're ugly with your mask on. Oh my God. So that's one of the things that, you know, these kids sometimes deal with is the pressure, especially let's talk about black features. Right, right. Well, the only thing I liked about the mask, it protects you from diseases, and also it protects you from people really seeing how you feel about them. Because <laughs> I can <laughs> hide. Oh, you can hide. You, some things you can't hide when you don't have that mask on. I can really, like, just cuss you out. But your and you eyes know. tell the truth, Russ. Don't try to yeah. play, because you still give the side eye. That's why I be darting. <laughs> I dart. You just don't have... I, I'll never look you directly in the eye, so you can kind of figure me out. And that's what I like about people. People don't know what to, how to take me. But one thing that I won't be... And if you ever hear me say something on the radio that just comes off cruel, I'm not a cruel person. What I do appreciate you is one of the things you told me upon me working here is y'all don't do fat jokes. Like you don't tease and joke about that because I've struggled with my weight all my life. I've lost 60 pounds here. I've gained weight. Like it's been a battle. So when people assume when they see me, oh, she just fat, lazy, eat whatever the hell she wants to. Actually, I try to go to the gym. Yes, I'm inconsistent. Just like anybody else may have other addictions to alcohol, Mm -hmm. um, drugs or whatever. Food is my issue. And I'm trying to work through. People don't know everybody's story. So you're quick to judge people. Don't even know the damn story. And there's a a number of reasons for how people eat. You know, it can be emotional or whatever. I'm a stress eater. Yeah. So, Mm. no, no, I don't do that because I I think it's demeaning. And I think um, it's counterproductive. And I don't want anybody to listen to this program and go, oh, okay. Who are you guys? You know, that's how you guys are. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, stay right there. We'll be right back with more of the podcast. Welcome back to the Russ podcast. And of course, I'm Russ Parr. That's Tanisha Nicole over there. And of course, uh, we cannot end this show without talking about Kanye West. Okay. It, it, it's getting great. It's getting worse and worse. And I don't know why he feels like, hey, I'm going to embrace Hitler and Nazis and so on and so forth. But he made the comment of Jews should be able to forgive Hitler. Hmm. Wow. Dude, you have bigger fish to fry where the, the, the United States of America needs to apologize for enslaving black people. Okay. And then trying to like sweep it underneath the rug like, okay, we were happy because we had a place to stay. You know, but this guy right here, I don't get his angle. Because I'm not sure if he's a smart man or he's just dumb, but he's taking money out, out of his pocket and he's endangering his family's life and himself. You don't know yeah. who you're up against. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's infuriating. Mm-hmm. And not to lose sight of the fact that not only has he said harsh and horrible things in regards to Jewish people, mm-hmm. 
but black people. Yes. You know, the way that he dragged George Floyd's family as well. It, it, just, I I can't. And even to say, you know, just just again, I I'm sitting here looking at him. And at first it could still be mental health related. Mm-hmm. But now at this point, I think he's it's in a re- it's a rebellion mode. I feel like he's just now trying to taunt Mm-hmm. And say whatever he feels and be like, I don't care. I'm Kanye West. I will say what I want to. Yeah. And, and, and I think the thing about him, I think he is, and I've heard me say this before, he's a malignant, uh, really a, just a malignant, uh, a malignant, malignant. narcissist. Yeah. And they don't, they don't have compassion. They don't have empathy. Everything is about them. And he doesn't care who he burns. It's as long as he feeds that monster. That's what we're with Trump. You got to feed that monster inside that, that makes them feel better about themselves. And but because th- their monsters attention, you know, yeah. they need to have that attention. That's true. They're addicted to that. I feel sorry for his children. Yeah. The reason why I say that is he sat down with the Proud Boys founder. Right. Mm. And had this conversation. They said it was around 45 minutes went in, like you said, as far as Jewish people and everything else. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, legacy, what your children see, Mm. what they hear. Mm -hmm. You know, he even went on Elon Musk saying something about him looking like he's white and Asian. And it was just the weirdest. And then bringing Barack Obama up in it. And, you know, he has some anger towards him. And I'm just like, man, they don't nope. let anything go. They don't. But it's crazy how he holds Kim accountable for North having TikTok pages, which mm. he feels is harmful. Right. Yet here you are posting a picture of a swastika mm-hmm. and a star of David. Mm. You're getting banned from Twitter. And then you have North with you wearing a star David shirt. There's a lot of confusion. And you're having her wear a White Lives Matter shirt. Like, I'm trying to understand it's scary like you said and not only that it's just hurtful and harmful because what you're yep. doing is you're emboldening just like trump did yep the the far right the nazis all those individuals you're just you're continuing you can to draw a line between the them. violence and the rhetoric you can draw a line between and and they can say well i can't help it what people do you can help it by what you say to them absolutely because you're tapping into that somebody that may not have it all there and, and you're just putting them in a position to do harm to other people and, and not be held accountable for your words. And so this whole thing is, Russ, I know people hate this whole thing about cancel culture. Yeah. I honestly don't look at it as this cancel culture. Mm-hmm. I look at it like this. If you say something that is hurtful, spiteful, mm-hmm. I have a choice whether or not I want to even engage with you anymore on any level, whether it's your business, mm-hmm. whatever. I have that right. Yep. See, you freedom of speech. You have the freedom of speech. Right. But I, you're not free from consequence. So any backlash that you get, mm-hmm. anything that you get, that is because you chose to express those thoughts. Thank so you. you better sit there and take what comes with it as well. Her name is Tanisha Nicole. I'm Russ Parr. And thank you guys for joining us with the Russ Parrcast. And of course, wherever you hear podcasts, um, you know, feel free to like make comments about ours when you hear it. I need more than two downloads, y'all. So can you tell somebody about us? Thank you. <laughs> Have a great day.